Welcome to the Vibe Show Podcast with your boy Kano the Don, the Vibe King. Man, we got special guests in the building. My brother, Jonathan Elise, or is it Elias? Is it Jonathan Elise or Jonathan Elias? Elias. Got it. Man, what it do, my brother? Most definitely. Man, I'm doing fabulous, man. I'm doing good, man. I want to, uh, before we even jump into this thing, man, I want to just thank you for uh, taking time out of your busy schedule to come and hang out on the show with us for a little while, man. I appreciate that. Man, listen, it's all love. It's all love. I have literally the longest day. <laughs> but come on, man. Well, hold up, hold up now. You had a long day. Let's 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 talk about that, man. What What happened today, man? It's the uh, day in the life of uh, that celeb life, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. It's all a blessing, though. We, you know, be blessed to to do what we enjoy doing, man. That that that's what's really the blessing of it all—to be blessed to do what you enjoy doing the most. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. So, man, you um, you're actually—I'm I'm actually impressed with your resume, man. To be honest with you, you know that's what kind of uh drew me to you man i've been uh keeping up with you for for a while though man and watching your growth and and everything and watching all those blessings on top of blessings happen man which showed me that i got a brother that's lining up you know what i'm saying and and staying plugged in to what's going on man i really appreciate that most definitely man i'm i'm um i'm absolutely i'm absolutely impressed with everything and um what I want to do for all of the listeners um and the new fans and your fans that's listening right now I want to um go back a little bit man and give them a little insight on you and um let's just talk about the beginning and what really inspired you to um want to go into that that career you know into uh entertainment Come on. So I've been I've been doing this for almost twenty years now. Wow. Um, and it's just now really starting to get to where you know within the past couple of years, of course, it's getting to where I you know where I feel like I I deserve to be because I've sacrificed and dedicated basically my life for this. Um, it started when I was fifteen. You know, I told my parents and being first generation in the United States, you know, my mom's from. Eritrea, Ethiopia, wow. dad's from Nigeria, you know, they, they looked at me and was like, hey, you're going to be a doctor. And I'm like, I'm going to be an entertainer. 
you know, so I basically had to prove, you know, fight for myself and kind of prove it to them. Um, so I got my car myself, started taking myself to auditions because they wasn't going to take me. Right. Uh, then I became one of the youngest dancers on Soul Train. One of the Wait a minute. Dancers. Hold up, man. You, <laughs> you moving too fast on me now. Wait a minute. Now, you actually was a dancer on Soul Train. Can we talk about Absolutely. that for a minute, my brother? Yeah, man. The last three years of the airing was like 2002 to 2005. I was on every Saturday. Wow. How was that How was that experience, though? Um, I think that was my main gig. So, um, and to get that on my own, I mean, honestly, I've never had an agent or anything. Everything I've gotten was all on my own, which is another thing I you know, want to let people know is like you, if, you, if you put the work in you, you're going to get what you deserve you know because right. you got that talent and you got that drive then you know, God will put it put it on the table for you so um, working with uh, or for John Cornelius one you know was amazing because I saw a legend you know even my parents knew about them when they came to the states in the 70s you know, so to see him because he was Right. He was still on set. You know, he's the EP. He's the, so he's, you know, he's the one who, who's still running the shot. Um, so that, you know, that I think it was, it was kind of surreal for me because I, I, I started, I started pretty, you know, pretty good, you know, in the in the industry, and I, I felt like that was a good first gig to have, and like to be one of the youngest ones and one of the main dancers uh i felt like you know it was a dope feeling it was a dope feeling that kind of like made me the local celebrity right because you know everybody's watching soul train so. exactly now you know what i want you know not not to cut you off like with with the soul train experience and everything um and you said you know you being a main dancer so it it's actually um arranged a certain type of way it's not like um us perceiving it like you know you know you could just go there and just dance and you know what i'm saying uh, like uh, yeah yeah i mean like there, there definitely were the people that just came to dance they were on the floor i was actually on the stage like i was wow. paired up with um different female dancers i was either on the top balcony or under that balcony or on the main stage and um those were the same people that they would have go down uh, the soul train line because basically what soul train was essentially was they were characters, and ah. I, I kind of was one of the kind of cast as a young, kind of hip clown, because, you know, that was around the time when Tommy the Clown was out, so, like, I had, like, the stuffed animals. <laughs> on Come me. on. The dressing was definitely <laughs> early 2000s, uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I was actual, like, actually one of the main dancers on the show man that is absolutely dope and you know what's even doper about it the soul train special was actually airing right now i think that that exactly. is absolutely uh dope to even be a part of something like that man that's that's mm -hmm. that's man that's dope yeah it's my history man yeah i, I actually was watching the american soul uh, actually my friend is uh playing don cornelius's wife perry shout out to her doing amazing and um it's dope to see how it all started, you know, and see exactly why. 
was not an easy person to work for. Really? That dude cussed me out in front of the entire uh, cast. So <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> What was it about? Like, what you didn't do something right, or what was it? Nah, he he was a you know rest in peace. But he he definitely was a very difficult man. He he was he was not too nice. Uh, in a regard of in a regard of he wanted things to be a certain type of way, the way that he wanted it to be, and or what? Yeah, basically, or you know, yeah, it's basically it was basically that because well, at least in my situation, it was more so what he thought he was talking to the entire studio and it was dead quiet and two people were talking behind me and he turned around and he was like shut the fuck up but and wow. i was like yo it wasn't me and i almost popped off and like the casting director literally had to yank me it was like yo please don't go off on them because i need you here you say one thing you're out i was like you know i was a young firecracker i, I didn't take that touch especially since you know i didn't do anything wrong but he, he would, like, cut out his son, his grandson, because they worked for him. He'd be like, yo, you guys are worthless. He was, he was a... Wow. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was a, a real aggressive <laughs> person. But um, I guess, you know, you kind of have to be that way, especially what he... And now I see from the show, you know, what he had to actually endure to make Soul Train happen. So I get it. Right. I get it. Man, but that's but still though to be a part of the Soul Train um, mm -hmm. brand is man that that's definitely a, a nice look on your resume, man. Definitely. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun look. Because <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't really do dancing. I don't say dance like that anymore. Um, but it, it was definitely a good start, and um, you know, from there I ended up actually getting into a boy band from one of the casting directors. He ended up managing us. Um, and we became a pretty, you know, popping, at least locally, uh, boy band. So, uh, granted, I can't really sing. I just kind of have to look and could dance. <laughs> right. That's, that's really, you know, the B2K stage where that's essentially where all the boy bands were. So, um, from there, you know, that kind of, I did that for a couple of years and then, you know, I had to go to undergrad and, um, you know, I was in medical academy just to kind of like make, you know, my parents happy. And I just told them, I was like, hey, I'm really trying to do this and I just can't. So, you know, I'm going to go into mass communication. They were like, what? Right. Like, you know, my, my main thing was I'm just going to have to prove to them. You know, so from there, um, I was modeling for this clothing line called Ingenious Style. And when they found out that I was getting my bachelor's in mass communication, they were like, oh, so you can speak. Um, you want to be the face of the brand and wow. you know go to red carpets and talk to celebrities? I was like, huh? Like I really wanted to get into acting, so I was like, uh, I don't know about like interviewing stuff like that. Right. But I, I did it. The first one was the BET Awards, and it just popped off after that. And you did a hey, you did a a great job too, bro. Like you you really look like a natural. But you know the thing that's crazy about it is like. When I first started uh, getting wind of you and seeing you, like I already seen you doing future things and already seen your brand expanding okay. because like you're a natural. Everybody's uh, not a natural. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I appreciate that. I've, and, you know, the thing is, I, I say all this to say because 
right. that, oh, just because they see you now, they don't know all the hard work that you put. That, that's why I started from, when I started telling y'all from what where I started. I started as a soul train dancer when I was 16, 17 years old. You would have never thought that. You nah, thought not that. at all. I came out 2011, 2013 when I had viral videos and I was on 106 and Park. You would have thought that's when I started. Nah, I started decades before. Wow. So, Man, that's 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 absolutely that's absolutely dope, you know. And a lot of people do think that um, because they kind of base it off what they see on TV, and and you when when you make it looks effort effortless, you know what I mean? Like they kind of think that oh man, that's easy, I could do that. Till you actually get right. into business, right? I mean, and and like I said, that's that's where talent comes, and you know the blessing. That's why. I get paid what I get paid for. <laughs> right. To look effortless, effortlessly. So, uh, I appreciate that. I definitely appreciate it. So, um, okay. So we, we had the big T, um, the big T you, you did that you hosted, you know, now, wait a minute now, now with BET, you, you, you know, you did the one Oh six in park thing. Um, <laughs> you did several things with BET. Yeah. Um, how was how was the whole BT experience? I mean, as far as uh, working with the brand as a whole. Um. <laughs> so I'm gonna talk about first. Like, you know, my brand is being first generation in the United States. Uh, so with that, it comes with you know just being black and proud. Uh, kind of had to build that up because I I had to get comfortable and I had to love myself and be happy. Um, about where I came from, you know, my culture and all that. And with all that is, you know, supporting black businesses. So uh, growing up watching BET and uh, ended up becoming, what you know, a part of the BET family that honestly was a dream come true. Uh, becoming one of the finalists and actually co-hosting a whole, like, you know, co-hosting episodes with Roxy, you know, that is a dream come true. That was a show that ran for 14 years that yeah, showcased every single A-list, B-list, C-list, whatever. Absolutely. Every single artist in the world. And I grew up watching that, and I was on that set hosting it. You know, that, that's a feeling that you can't really explain, but you understand. Right. You feel me? So, wow. Uh, being able to, like I said, be a part of the BET family, black entertainment, television, regardless of who it's owned by now or whatever, what it represents and what uh, the opportunities it gives uh, black people, uh, it's, it's definitely a blessing. And, you know, I'm, I'm proud to be a part of the family. I mean, that's why I keep on doing stuff with them. So. Right. Now, um, <clears throat> when you... Um started to to get into business and and make moves and um got to the point to where you were interacting around um a listers b listers c listers on on down the line um how 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 was the adjustment as far as coming from where you come from to actually being around these these type of uh celebrities um I, you know it's weird like even when i started like as a kid, you know, and being it from L.A., you know, and I was in the entertainment industry, I hung out with, you know, B2K. I hung out with uh, Tyler Pratt and shit like that. So, uh, like, I knew Carucci, Carucci and I grew up together. You know, I, I was famous back then. 
Wow. And from there, you know, we went to Whoopi's house all the time. Whoopi gave me a, a Cartier ring. You know, like this. Come on. People that you like grow up watching, and now that your friends are there, you know, they're people that that you know if you see them on the street, they come and give you a hug type of thing. So uh, I never like saw them as anything but a human being, and I think that's what they love and that's what they want. You know, right. because they are that. That's absolutely dope. And just, um, you know, being around those type of people or whatever, you know, I'm more than sure, you know, that you were able to sponge up some game as well and be able to sharpen your skills up based off their experiences as well. Okay, so um man, that that right there <laughs> alone is just um that, that's amazing. You know, yeah. and um a lot of people um man with 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 and like you said, you know, nobody wouldn't have even known that this has been a a 20-year journey yeah. for you, you know, yeah. they would think that, you know, because you know, you may not be as far in the forefront or in the light mm-hmm as a lot of people. So, you know how people base things on, you know, the people that they see all the time, exactly. you, you know what I mean? So, you know, not even knowing that you've, you've, you know, already had a 20 year career in the business, right? you know, grooming and growing and, 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 you know, constantly elevating to the next level. Now, right. um, after, after, after that, um, after BT, you went on to do what?
that. That's you know, dope. I can give them that happiness and that joy. That's dope. So that's where the whole international TV host came because now it's on a whole international level because that's aired out in Africa and Europe. Man, hats off. Um, hats off to that. Definitely um, hats off to that. And, you know, I, I want to uh, I, I want to know, like, with being on the other side of the entertainment business and not just um, a consumer, um, what, are, you know, coming, having a 20 year experience in the business, what, you know, and, and seeing it transition, um, that's that's two decades um, mm-hmm. seeing it go from uh, one 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 level to the level that it is right now and still mm-hmm. being in the business currently um wh- I want to know your feeling your feelings on the entertainment business from the past from from your beginning to the present oh man um, so it's definitely changed uh, some for the better some definitely for the worse uh, Let's now, talk about the better first. Uh, huh? Let's talk about the better first. So the better, um, now that you have the digital world, uh, what the digital world means more digital shows. Digital shows mean more opportunities for people of color especially because now what they're doing is they're taking these Instagram influencers or anybody who has, literally you have your, your fate is in your hand in your phone, you can create your whole career. If you have that talent, that's all yours. Because now you're you're, you're uh, an Instagram influencer. You you are a public figure. So these digital shows that are created, you're bringing your fans. You know, so now you you have more opportunities for for hosts, for correspondents, for um, artists. Uh, it's a whole you know a whole new platform that we didn't have 10 years ago, right. 15 years ago. So that's the good. That's definitely the good. Um, now the bad. Uh, now you have these people that have studied this industry who have um, worked so hard to get to where they are and even not being where they want to be yet. But you have, like I said, it's a blessing and a curse. Now you have these Instagram influencers who have millions of followers who don't, who might not have that that same talent that you have, like acting wise or hosting wise. But they're funny, you know. Um, now that's a new way. When you're going to these auditions, they're like, "What's your social media and how many followers do you have?" Right. And that's the first thing they look at, rather than your actual talent. And that's why you know women like Nia Long, who were really, you know pissed off at the fact that Beyonce would get um, a leading role in, I think it was like Obsessed or something like that, when, you know, you have these struggling black actresses who actually know how to act. Right. Um, I know God forbid talking negative about Beyonce, but, you know, Beyonce can't act. Right. Me alone who would have killed that role, you know, opposite of Idris Elba. But, you know, that's, that's not what these industries, the industry is looking for anymore. They're looking for basically, you don't have to brand a movie. You don't have to brand a new digital show. You don't have to brand a new TV show because you you have you don't have to promote it. You have influence. You have the the actors and the hosts that have millions of followers that they could just post on their you know, on their on their Instagram account and hey voila now we have you know we have subscribers now we have um, viewers. 
You know it's crazy. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the uh, that that Marlon Wayne's um, interview on with Big Boy, and he, you know, he kind of touched on he kind of touched on the same thing in a way because you know they 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 canceled his show. They didn't renew it. And what show is that? The the new the newest the newest show that um that he had out. Uh, man, what is the name of that show? God, man. And I and I saw a couple episodes of it, and I thought that it was really dope because I like Marlon. Period. I like everything that they do. I think that they're super talented. And um, but he, he, you know, he was talking about um how his his show he didn't really get. It could have been way more bigger than it was, but they didn't really give him the promotional side of it, like. You know, he didn't he didn't have the big billboard stuff posted up, you know, out there to be able to promote. They only let him go to one city to promote it. And I mean, he couldn't touch all of the people that that, you know, may have not known about the show or, you know, just by not having that mass blast of promotion like some of these other shows would normally get. And, um, you know, he took his losses and. um looked at it as, you know, an accomplishment having a show on a major network. But he also right. talked about the experience with dealing with, you know, the network as well, being black. Yeah, that's what it is. And that's where budget comes in. And, you know, especially these these big networks that don't want to put in that money for black artists and black performers and black uh, actors. So that is... That, that's definitely something that that's hurting us right now right you know um, and when that's going to change if it's going to change you know we have no idea but yeah I, I definitely understand where you're coming from because I was on a show that had a lower budget for promotion and you know it, it sucks because you know you have such a good show but they don't want to put the money in and support when, you know, it'll be oh, some some show, Roseanne revamping. It'll be Full House revamping. You see that right. everywhere on the billboard, Jersey Shore, you know? Right. So it, it is very unfortunate. I mean, but that's, that's our history, you know? And I feel like that's why we, we come out stronger because look at, look at the Ryan Coogler who was only given a certain amount of money to make uh, Fruitvale Station and how he turned that around. Same thing with um, with Creed and Black Panther. Right. Every single movie he's had, now he has one of the biggest movies in, in history. You know, and that's not because they gave him that chance. It's, he has to take that. Right. Yeah. So. And you know what, um, Marlon, forgive me too, the name of the show is Marlon, man. <laughs> Like, okay. Yeah, okay. man. I guess I hope you don't uh, hold that against me, man. Okay. Um, you know that 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 really is something. So, do you think that um, Tyler Perry and Oprah, with having their their networks and stuff, um, do you think that they are opening doors up for um, for black people? Great movies and 
absolutely you know, always some kind of like yeah kind of twist like to to our culture yeah um, that yeah. of course we know about but yeah I think it's beyond a bag. I think it's uh, a vault. Uh, now he's getting to the vault now, and uh, it's <laughs> it's just yeah, you know yeah, it's true. another that's level. True. You know yeah. now I, I wanted to ask your perspective um, on you know because this is this is uh, a lot of questions that um, a lot of um, listeners and um, fans. You know they they sent in emails for you and and I'm gonna ask this question. Um, yeah. They they wanted to know your your perspective on the way real black reality shows are portraying um, the urban culture. Exposure. I know where you at. Trust me. I I know where you at. We're not gonna we we we're not gonna spill some paint on it. But we we yeah. yeah I got I, I got you. I won't put you in a hot seat like that. I trust yeah. me. I, I got we we'll, yeah. we'll we'll chop it up. We'll we'll chop it up together off air. There you go. So let's 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 talk about Grand Hustle, man. Let's let's get into Grand Hustle, man. I I was I was sure. impressed. Yeah, 
I was impressed. Yeah, I appreciate it. How did that come so, about? Uh, so, um, yeah, I got the, the application in the email and uh, started to fill it out. When I tell you, it was like filling out uh, an Ivy League school application. That wow. was so damn long. Like, it literally took me three hours. Like, I stopped, like, probably three times. <laughs> I was like, yo, I can't do this anymore. Are you serious? It was insane. Insane. Um, But it was, you know, something in my mind that just kept on saying, no, yeah, I'm just finish it. So I finished it. And then, like, it was one point in time I was halfway done, and I accidentally pressed the back button. That bitch was gone. Are you serious? I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. And, you know, I went back and I did it. And uh, they hit me up. What, how, how was it? Um, how was it working with Tip? Was did, was Man, Tip on the scene uh, a lot on the set a lot or? Uh, he he was he was definitely always behind the scenes, but um, on the actual set he was there just when he would come in, you know, give us the the, the challenges. So there were there were certain points of time where we were able to actually interact a lot more with him. Of course, it was off camera. There were some that were. How was the um, experience with um, working with other cast members? Um, was it was it an easy transition, or because some some were um, experienced and some wasn't experienced? How how, how was that? Was it? Wow. What was the beef though? Like, what 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 do you think was the 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 most thing that that you just didn't really you couldn't really get with? So he, so the first day, 
right. that was the show show the uh, you know and the show the the, the viewers and that's what I was going back to you know when I said these reality shows you know now they're opening doors for reality shows like this that especially you know showcase our true talent right and I, I love that about Grand Hustle yeah I definitely think that um I, I would I me personally I would like to see more shows like that and um yeah, i'm yeah. trying to and that's why we have to continue to grind who have right. that that drive like that to try to position ourselves to get in position to be able to create these type of shows that we would want to see on tv we have to position ourselves to get in position of power to be able to create these shows and that way we could kind of tarnish away from because right now it's looking like the reality shows on our side have to be projected you know, we already, you, you pretty much, if you've seen one, you've seen it all. You already know what's going to happen. Uh, it's not going to be displaying anything um, productive. It's going to always be, you know, people meeting up. They're going to get into it. Uh, glass is going to exactly. be thrown. It's a fight. I mean, you can pretty much write it. You know what I mean? Right, right. I think it's just whack to, to still, after all these years, still be doing that like it's like nothing Very really changes up like why bring back another season of the same stuff with just new people on it but the same results the same, the same i don't get exactly. that i don't get that it's, it's just it's to the point i really I, I i you know i don't i dip in but i'm not really a fan of it um i'm not a fan of it at all you know i find myself right. watching uh discover channel or uh, you know yeah, man, something like that, something productive, man. Like it's almost like you, I, I, I don't know. You know, everything is a reality show now. They and they got some good reality shows out there. Um, I, I really, I really do. But I, I definitely see what's going on as far as with the uh, black reality shows and um, the white reality shows. It's definitely a tough. Even if it's a, a fight on those shows, it's never to that degree of. Acting, yeah. just total acting a fool every now <laughs> and then but not on the regular on the regular exactly you know and and that's yeah that's why I, I absolutely loved Grand Hustle that was one of the main reasons why I did Grand Hustle because I said I would never do reality TV right um, and when I found out what it was representing and what it was showing and the opportunities it, it's not only giving me but it's, it's motivating other young black men and women that will be watching it. Um, I, I was like, this, this is genius. It's, it's literally the black um, the apprentice. Right, you know? absolutely. And uh, I, when I tell you every single challenge that T.I. would come down and give, right when he gives it, I didn't show it in my face, but I doubted myself every single time he gave a challenge because I was like, I don't know how to, how to do this. Really? I've never done this before because literally the challenges he gave us were stuff that people in the industry for 15 years right. would be doing. Right. I thought it yeah. was dope that he was doing that to push you guys to the next level. I thought that uh, and to challenge your own intellect. I, I just think yeah, that it was, it was dope. Every, every challenge did that. Literally every challenge did that because I would start off with, I can't do this, and end off with, damn, we killed this. Right. You know, and uh, I, he, ta he taught us so much just, just off of that. Right. You know, now, um, I want to um, to also ask you, well, you know what, let's let's take a break, man, and I, wanna, uh, I want you to 
take time out right now to uh, give a shout out to anybody you want to give a shout out to. and we 
context. <laughs> no, if everybody thought that way, then everybody would would would, would be watching. You know, if right. everybody said, "Hey, I'm just one person. It's not going to hurt if I watch." Then where's the boycott? Right. You know, and I want us to understand that we have that worth. I don't want them to know their worth. So I hope that's what they got out of this boycott to understand that just like right now with the not to go off the topic, but with the whole um, Gucci. Yeah, I was about to ask you about that. So we on topic. Yeah. So you want me to go in? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. I um I definitely agree with you on that, man. It's just, you know, um, man, once we realize, like you say, how how powerful um we really are on this on this planet, man, and, and, and mm-hmm. how much contribution we we contribute to pretty much every aspect of anything that you could possibly uh think of right now at this point. I mean we've we've dominated um everything from sports to tv to we we dominate everything so you know to realize that power and to start exercising it you know when it's necessary um i think that that's that's very very important and of course a lot of people's not going to agree because you know a lot of people are chasing the money and and you know doing their thing or whatever which you know everybody's entitled to their own opinion or uh, the way that they feel or whatever. But at the end of the day, you know, the mass majority of people who are woke out here and understand what's going on, um, you know, need to continue to unify and stick together on that. So I'm definitely uh, agreeing with Tip on this. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, the future, uh, the future for Jonathan, what what can we expect in the future? Different. 
And uh, I feel like we don't have uh, shows out there that really uplift and showcase black brothers um, in a positive light and, you know, show that, that they can go through stuff and uh, still be there for each other. You know, they might fight, figure they might, um, some bad stuff might happen to them in a personal, uh, on the, in their personal life, but we, we can all move together. We all move together. It's like we, we can make it through anything. And uh, that's what I want to showcase in this uh, series. Um, so that is in the works of being shot. Uh, and uh, I got some pretty big people behind it now. And uh, for it to be my first script, I have Rashawn Fair, who's a huge TV film producer, um, Frank Gaston, who's who's interested in uh, directing it, and that's Beyonce's, you know, creative, the older creative director. Oh, that's dope. Um, I have people like Angie Stone, who's going to act in it. Uh, you know, it's 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 a project that I I hold dear to my heart, and um, I that's this is my my first way of you know starting to check off points of of getting that multimedia mobile um like you know diddy the diddies and the tips and um uh, the the ryan secrets and right. the, you know I, I, the nick cannon that's what that's the the route i'm going so um like i said you know with the whole tyler perry you right. may not make movies that i like like you know <laughs> but right, right he definitely motivates me to be a black man to create and that's where i'm at now is creating so we will be shooting that and pitching it to Netflix. Shout out to Netflix. Hopefully they will take it. <laughs> right. Um, well, we're going to pray about yeah, that. we have some big meetings to, uh, to pitch as well. So that's, that's next for Beyonce. Well, I tell you what, too, man. When um, Whenever you get everything um, solid and solidified and get your dates and everything together or whatever, um, it would be an honor for you to come back on the show to promote it. Oh, and um, I think that that would be absolutely dope, man. And um, we really rooting for you. Um, I'm going to pray about that, man, so that can be manifest. Oh, we already speaking it into existence already, so Amen. it's going to happen. We already claimed it already. So I'm going to be looking Amen. forward to Definitely. you coming back on the show and, and we talking about it and everything, man. I want to um, I want to thank you, too, my brother, for, for uh, again, for me and the Vibe team, uh, for coming on the show, blessing our show today with so much information and with your, uh, with, with, just with you, man, taking time to do appreciate it, man. I really appreciate that. Uh, and I appreciate you, man. Real talk, I do. And and uh, absolutely, before I leave, I do want to say to anybody and everybody who is listening, uh, man, this it's not just for this industry. It's for anything that you put your mind to. Like, you cannot give up. Like, stuff does not come easy. If it comes easy, it'll go away just as easy. You cannot give up. You have to keep fighting. If this is something that you really want to do, whether it be a doctor, lawyer,
appreciate you, man. I, I really, really appreciate you. Thank you so much for that, man. I hope y'all listeners got those jewels that was being dropped right there, man. Them oh, serious yeah. jewels, my brother, man. Thank you so much, bro. It's the Vibe Show Podcast with your boy Kano the Don and my super special guest, my brother, Jonathan. Jonathan Elias. Jonathan Elias, we out, baby.